0: Hey everybody, this is Steven Acevedo and this is your show, your body, your mind on this journey called life. Uh, You can call me Steve, you know how we do it here. Um, Let's talk. It is the season to be given right now. We're in Christmas time. I love this time of year because I see all the nice things uh, that people do for each other. I see the humanity and its kindness reaching out to everybody and um, that's a good thing. Because when you uh, love on other people, you're actually loving on yourself, and and it's uh, and it feels good to be next to each other. Um, but let's talk. Let's talk about self-development and uh, growth and this time and maybe family growth, uh, development, and uh, and just uh, becoming a better version of ourselves. And you know, I always hop on that because the truth is, if you feel good, you could conquer the world. If you feel bad or drained or the world is beating you down and you feel like you can't do it, well, that's true. You can't. And uh, life becomes a little tougher. So that's what we're about here, self-development, you know, thinking, removing the mud from our eyes, thinking uh, to develop ourselves. And then from ourselves, if we're feeling good. We could develop our lives and improve our lives situation, and the people around us. We can affect them, you know, by being positive and helping them uh, develop their lives. And guess what happens? This big circle effect, this ripple effect, um, and it really starts with you, and it starts at home, and your work life, and and your health life, and and it perpetuates, right? So why not be be that good? that good energy in your world but at the same time we have to talk about the world and see the world for what it is so we don't fall trapped or victim of the world's uh traps i'm gonna say it that way and um and we could open eyes and really see what's happening when it's happening and how to react to it um example you guys remember coronavirus that that thing I remember clear as day the whole planet going bananas over toilet paper. At first, I didn't understand, how is toilet paper being affected by this virus? I didn't understand. Is it you know making people violently ill where they're using a lot of it? It wasn't really that. Something about the factory coming out of uh, uh, the pulp or the paper coming out of China as well. Well, whatever the case was, it was, it was bananas, right? Everybody's going crazy over toilet paper. But what really, what really interests me more than why we were short of toilet paper is how we reacted to being short of toilet paper. Everybody was buying up everything. And I remember seeing news clips where people were stealing people's paper out of their shopping cart at the store. And, and, they, and they, in, in my brain, I see it this way, you know, they're stealing grandma's teepee out of our shopping cart at the Walmart or something like that. And we were being really nasty to each other over this and I'm like, man, come on, humans, we gotta be better than this, right? And so what made me think was how we reacted to this. But that also reminded me how unprepared we are as a species, you know, as in the, you know, as a, uh, as humans. But then I'm asking you, as part of the human race, are you prepared? Might it be toilet paper or other things, right? Because again, I've seen you know food um, like tomatoes were bad for a minute, lettuce was bad, E. coli outbreak in for a minute, and then eggs were scarce, and then, you know, this and that, and there's a meat crisis, and whatever it is, however, at the end of the day, what that really means is, if you're dependent on somebody else for your sustenance, or for your, you know, ability to feed yourself, shelter yourself, clothe yourself, you're at the mercy of whatever happens, So how do you get free from that? Why did I not react weird when toilet paper was weird? Well, I had some. I didn't have a truckload of toilet paper, no. But I had enough to get me by for for a little bit so I could think coherent of plan B. And uh, basically for me, what it looked like, I immediately went and got some uh, conversion kits for my toilets to turn them into bidets, you know, little adapter piece. And, um, and towels and stuff like that. And in fact, to be honest with you, that's even healthier. It's cleaner, you know, to wash yourself and then dry yourself. It's cleaner than just wipe yourself with paper. But I'm not, I'm not here to talk about that. The hygiene is behind it. I'm just talking about the preparedness and the mindset. Um, I had enough TP, you know, to, to weather the storm, if you will. Um, but then while I was weathering the storm, I was like, all right, this is indefinite. I don't have a bunch of you know toilet paper breeding in the background somewhere because um, it doesn't work that way. But I had enough to weather the storm. But immediately I got those conversion kits, fixed, my, retrofitted my toilets, and uh, and I even have kits I even put on because I didn't need every single one in my house to be converted. You know, use what I needed and um, functioning, not acting weird, not pushing grandma for her TP at the supermarket. But um, the point I'm making is. Preparedness, mindfulness, being able to think through a problem versus just reacting. That's what I'm really talking about. And um, I don't react to everything I hear in the news. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Let me really analyze what I heard. Because, again, the news likes to fear monger and uh, give you a one-sided perspective or, the pers- or how they want you to react. I almost treat them like magicians, right? Hey, look over here Why well, they do this. Hey, look over there. Why did they do this? It's almost a sleight of hands, which is pretty interesting. You know, I'm not mad at it, but I'm like, aha, I gotcha. Because I like magic. I like being entertained. But that's the thing. I look at it as entertainment. I don't really believe that, you know, that lady disappeared behind the the curtain and then reappeared somewhere else. It's just fun to watch. It's entertaining. But on the end of it, I know it's not real. Um... But I'm entertained, so I like it. So when I hear the news, I look at the news and I'm like, mm, interesting. What's the objective? What's the goal? To make everybody crazy, get them to react a certain way, or they're just distracting us for something else. And uh, and as you guys know, on the fire, I'm a firearms instructor. Part of my class, I talk about opening your eyes to see the truth. And um, you know, our Garden rights and stuff like that are being attacked, and I'm not here to talk to you about you like them, don't like them. That's a different conversation that we can have someday. Email me, and we could talk about it. You know, just to remind you, it's the number one body, number one mind, number one life at gmail.com. And email me, and we could talk about that another day. But give me, give me some, uh, some, some comments, questions, concerns, so we could, so I know how I can put my finger on the post. Um, Of the listeners here And we could have that conversation But today is really about Perspective and preparedness, right? And so right now We have a generation that That um, Gets hurt Their feelings hurt for anything And I'm offended And let's cancel you And I've seen people try to be canceled For Silly things Like, are you kidding me? There's nothing there And you're looking for footage From years ago Of someone who showed up like for example um this is a comedian who's been trying to be canceled and they're digging up he used to be on a show and i'm not gonna say his name or else like that but just to give you the, the picture um he was in a show where they would kind of do um uh, like the dozens you know they would they would kind of insult each other with with comedy kind of back and forth you know like we used to do in school in the back of the playground there was like, Oh, he said this to you. And then we would laugh and we kind of tease each other. So he was on a show and it was a one time where he, he showed a, a little bit of tenderness or, or kind of be suave, you know, kind of thing. And, um, he kind of caressed someone's chin. Um, and, and that was it. You know, it's kind of like holding the chin a little bit with the smile, kind of being smooth, if you get what I'm saying. Um, years later, maybe 10 years later now, 8 to 10 years later, all of a sudden they're digging that up to cancel culture him. Look, she was she was uncomfortable or whatever. And um, and if she was, she just said, don't touch me. And that would have been the end of that. Um, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't um, – it wasn't the end of the world in my opinion now again if she felt uncomfortable she could have clearly said, please don't touch me end of that I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have touched her but he, he touched her chin you know her, her in a very gentle uh, smooth kind of way you know um, and said some words to follow you know like you know you're pretty you're cute or whatever and again I don't touch people but she could very easily say please don't touch me and that would have been the end uh, and he didn't touch her anymore, he was just being, you know, smiley, and uh, smooth, but anyway, today, everybody's offended, oh my lord, this and the other thing, and and, and my brain keeps on going, like, what, what happened to society, what happened to having a little toughness to you, um, a little a little uh, grit, if you will, a few years ago, and, and I like comedy, because I think it's very humorous, and, and people's perspectives, and that's funny and like oh man that's kind of like ugh, not my flavor of comedy but whatever because free speech and um free opinions uh, i'm all about people having opinions i don't have to agree with them but we could talk and i remember a few years ago they were trying to cancel that song what is it uh, uh what is it honey is cold outside or something like that and that year they were talking about you know that was a rapey song or something like that. And, and mind you, I'm very sensitive to that. No one should force themselves on anybody or nothing like that. Uh, just to be clear, you know, that's a crime and that's, uh, everyone has a free dominion of their selves and their body and control of themselves and the body. That's what I mean about being free. You don't allow things to happen to you that you don't want to happen. And, um, and if someone goes against your will, et cetera, et cetera, that's bad. We're very on the same page with that. And, um so they're they're claiming that the song is very uh, rapey, if you will. Um, but that same year, a comedian made it did it best. And like that same year, there was a, a rap song that was like the number one song of the year. And it goes on really raunchy, kind of like I want a little verse. And I don't know the whole song because not my flavor because it is a little raunchy, but. Uh, it talks about i want you to put something in my mouth so i could touch the back of my the little thing the thing the thing in the back of my throat etc cetera, etc cetera. that was the number 1 song of the year and that same year they were trying to cancel baby it's cold outside from the 40s that's the kind of society we have developed into currently which makes me very afraid like a song from the 40s hurts our feelings But the number one song is this raunchy one. And I'm not mad at it or whatever. I just, if you don't like it, that's the beauty of being free. If something bothers you, you don't like it. You don't have to deal with it. Like, meaning, don't be, you know, like, I don't want to deal with that and, and let the world be on fire. No. If someone says something, does something around you and you don't like, you could just remove yourself or remove them. Like, please don't say that. Please don't. Touch me. Please don't. Whatever around me. Um, we could agree to disagree. You live your life. I live mine. And you're separate from. There's a lot of space on this planet. Just remove yourself from that ugliness. You don't know have to, you know, endure it. But what I'm really going to with all of this long-winded, you know, building up this whole thing to say is this. We're living in a time where we are weak and everything hurts us. And you have to change because you got to hurt me. Um, you know, you can't say that. You can't look at me weird. I want you to call me by these things or whatever. And and people getting offended and want to cancel the whole planet. Well, there's that saying you heard me say it before. Hard times create strong men, tough men. And I don't mean just men. I mean people. Right? But the saying goes that way. People. Because some of the hardest, toughest people in the world are women. And so hard times create tough men. Tough men create good times. Good times create weak men. And I think we're at that point of the cycle weak men, and again, people, where. You said this to me and you hurt my feelings and stuff like that. And I asked myself, how does that happen? Like, how do we go there? And I understand the whole phrase, you know, when it's tough, we roll up our sleeves. When it's hard outside, we roll up our sleeves and we make get it done. And we get a hardness to us, a toughness, and we get it done and good on us for that. And then, you know, sometimes it's war, sometimes it's whatever else, and we, we fix it. And, and then the good old days come back, like, all right. Now we, we can relax a little bit because things are happening uh, in our favor and things are better now. But then we start raising our children and we raise weak children, which we become weak men, which get offended by all this. And they don't know if they're a, a, a cat, a, a cat, girl, boy, toy or or uh, a fox or a kitten. And they're pretending to be all these things. That's mental illness, by the way, but whole the conversation. Uh, it's because we created Good times, which then developed to weak children, which developed to weak men. And again, when I say weak men, I mean people. But let's talk about that, right? Um, I remember being a kid, and when I was on my own, I was doing crazy stuff, you know, stuff that was dangerous. But that's how you learn. You learn, you know, by hanging on that tree in a swing and sometimes falling and scraping your knee or going up on a monkey bar and, you know, Wrapping yourself on the head because you were running and not looking. And, yeah, that kind of stinks a little bit. Don't do that. I don't wish that on anybody. But guess what I didn't do anymore? Run without looking. I learned real quick. And um, and that's life, right? So I think, uh, what is it, Jordan Peterson said something to the effect that we have to let our kids do dangerous things carefully. And that sentence stuck with me and resonated. I'm like, I like that. Do dangerous things carefully. And we kinda sorta do with the kids that play sports and stuff like that. Guess what? Those are the tougher kids. Um, and I don't mean like bullies, I mean tougher kids that they can deal with stuff in life. Because they've gone through, you know, these uh, games, you know, football or stuff like that, or physical activities, and sometimes they get hurt a little bit and stuff, and I get it. I and mean, we don't want people costing all that, I get it. But um we have to allow them to do dangerous things carefully. So You can't always protect them and put them in a bubble because then they become weak children and then they become weak adults. And when they become weak adults, everything offends them and everything is broken and it's the end of the world and I can't do this anymore. That's the part that scares me. That's the part we have to watch out for when um, when we develop weak children, turn into weak men, into a weak society that gets offended too easily. So how do we do that? Let them do dangerous things carefully. So, let them play outside, but don't play with knives. Play with the ball, play soccer, go out there, run around, ride your bicycle, wear a helmet. I get it, wear a helmet, but ride your bicycle. That's a little too fast, it's all right. You know, Let them go a little fast, let them for a little bit, and then, then bring them down. Like what I said was, to my kids, and, and when I was 16 years old, and I'm using myself, my mom was my worst enemy, because I knew everything, she knew nothing, right? You're not, you're not cool like we are now. Everything's different now. And I was breakdancing back then. And I knew everything. And so my mom and I would fight all the time because um, I was at that age because I knew everything. It wasn't really that I knew everything, Is it? I thought I knew everything. But I was at that age, 16 to 18, you know everything. Not really. So when I was raising my kids, I knew enough to know that when they hit that age, they're going to know everything. And I knew enough not to fight them, but to guide them. I give them enough room so they can bounce around to discover themselves, but never enough where they're going to go over the edge and make irreparable damage to their life, right? Um, You know, hang out with better friends and stuff like that, and hey, that's not cool, don't do that, you know, and all right, I'm drawing the line here, but I give them room to discover themselves, because honestly, because they were my kids, they're going to be just like me, and... I knew how to push the bounds and the limits, but I also knew how to. All right, I'm done with that because that's gonna be that's crazy. I'm not doing that because um, you know they're my kids. So anyway, we have to do let them do dangerous things carefully. So what can you let your kids do right now that's dangerous but carefully? Just think about it. You know, sports. I get that's a good thing. You know, soccer, football, um, things like that. Sure, it was physical, but let me suggest. And this is, I'm a little biased here because I am a jiu-jitsu instructor um, and a student of jiu-jitsu. Um, jiu We have family jiu-jitsu here. Where we have parents and their kids coming to jiu-jitsu. And this is the beautiful part. They're learning how to defend themselves in the safest environment uh, ever. Um, we have two rules on our mats. No shoes ever on the mats and no egos. I don't need to beat everybody on the mat. It's a team, I'm here to get better and make you better. So we create the safest environment to develop these strong little humans where we challenge them, but we give them the tools to face the challenge. And um, even psychological, you know, like uh, one of our drills that we teach here is that if we're playing in a playground or something and some kid says to your kid something that's not nice, we immediately stop them and say, hey, don't say that. I don't like it. It's not nice. And then we could keep on playing. But we don't let it roll, keep on going because it keeps on compounding. If you let them get away with it once, they keep on going. So we teach our kids that you're valuable. You're important. Don't let people say stuff to you or do stuff to you that's not right. And uh, say, hey, don't say that to me or don't do that. I don't like it. It's not nice. And that's it. Moving on. It's not you're offending me. I need to cancel you. And oh, my Lord, no. You just nip it in the bud, stop, and Roll. keep on rolling. And that goes for life, but we start early. We don't make victims. We, we build warriors. And we need warriors so they can be tough, so they can create good times. Um, but the s- mistake we make as a society is that when we have good times, we start sheltering them, and we create weak men or weak children, which we become too weak men which in turn great weak times you offended me this you offended me that so let me suggest to you to bring your child down here at aces defense 360 uh tuesdays and thursdays six to seven we have our family jiu-jitsu class hey the first class is free i got you just bring them down see if you love it and um you know we'll grow them up we'll give them a loaner gear a gi and a uh, gear and we'll get them on the mat and uh, you're welcome to join them too And see if you love it. See how we develop, you know, strong little humans so we could have a better society that doesn't get offended easy, who doesn't know their identity. Um, We want you to, you know, to know who you are, to stand on your own two feet and, uh, and be healthy and well and strong. And when the individual is healthy, well and strong and tough, not a bully, tough. You know, not gonna take it from anybody. Not getting physical, but being tough mentally. So then, if it gets physical, you also have something to back it up. Um, that's what we teach. So they could be healthy and well and survive in any environment. Come down to ACE's defense with your family, particularly your children and yourself. Maybe it's you. Maybe you need to be toughened up a little bit. Because sometimes we have this victim mentality, like, oh, the world hates me, and this is everybody's fault but mine, and this is not fair. Stop it. You got the cards that you were dealt. Let's learn to play the game of life, and let's get our wins. Develop the strategies to make you better. And if you have children, start them early. Bring them to jujitsu to develop good, strong children so they can grow up to be good and strong men and women. So we could have good times in society, but we can never forget that that's the responsibility of healthy, well-adjusted folks to live well, but strong uh, society, not a weak one. Because weak society creates weak times. Look what's happening here in our country. We're in that weak society mindset right now, weak men, and our society is kind of getting squirrely. It's gonna create hard times. Look at our money. Our money is really weird right now. It's not worth anything anymore. And they're messing around with the infl- you know interest rates and stuff, trying to fix it. Yeah. We need strong people. We need strong uh, representatives, people we should elect better, better, better representatives. I never say leaders because you, I, we, the people are the leaders. We need to re- elect better representatives. What am I saying? Look in the mirror and ask yourself. Are you part of the solution or part of the problem? Are you a strong individual? Or you need a little toughening up? And if you need a little toughening up, come down to Ace of Defense. We have a gym, defense 360com Check it out. We have a gym, a training room, uh, a firearms education room, a CPR first aid, all that stuff. We'll turn you into a warrior and, uh, and, and, and do a roadmap for your life. To succeed in whatever it is you're doing. But you have to be tough on the inside so you can tackle the challenges on the outside. Check out our website. Check out our place here. It's Christmas time. Maybe give someone you love a few classes to jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, yoga, um, or whatever it is that, that might benefit them. To make them tougher, stronger, and, and mentally healthy so they can ch- tackle this world. I like developing people. I like developing warriors. This is where we do it here, acesdefense360.com. And check it out. And I promise you, there's this place here for you. If you want to gain some weight, come here. Use the gym. If you want to lose some weight, come here, use the gym. Build cardio, come here, use the gym. And, uh, I mean, we got you. If you want to have these dialogues, these discussions to grow um, your personal self or maybe your family and maybe you see one of your children, like, man, I got to get him in something or get her in something. You know, some of of my best students in jiu-jitsu are girls. They're like rock stars. They're little ninjas. But they're the kindest people you'll meet. The children are wonderful. I'll tell you a little sorry. I remember uh, a few months ago, we have a a whiteboard in the gym and and everybody kind of writes motivational stuff. You know, only you can this and that. And, and, you know, a rep do one more rep, one more set and this motivations. And every so often we wipe it down to reset it. How awesome is that? This little girl, six years old, is learning that character from her parents but also from our class, because it's something we say to the kids, we put on armor. And one of those pieces of armor is the be kind piece of armor. Like that's how you're going to interact with the world, by being kind. We also have one that says be strong, be brave, et cetera, et cetera. And we build our children up. Um, so that's awesome. Um, so maybe a gift card to a class that will be appropriate and uh, something you should consider doing for yourself, your family, your children. Um, come down here. We'll talk about it. we we'll can give you a tour. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, being a better version of you is always the right answer. But get on a path. Read a book. Take a class. You know, look in the mirror and talk with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Say you can do it. Well, let's make a change. You know, something you don't like. Let's fix it. Come down here. We want to help you.